Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to our very first episode for this year for New Keys, you know, new year, new week, new voices, definitely new voices, new topics, new picks, new selections, new music, new artists that will be featured and just generally a new approach. As you know, this season we're trying to focus on the business aspect to the genre and you know before we get into all of that let's just have a quick recap on what 2021 looked like in terms of the piano scene are we happy with where the genre is are we happy with the moves our artist has made what songs do we feel like you know could have been given a second shot you know um what do we feel like changed the game for Amapiano in 2021 leading into the first quarter of 2022? Today, I am not alone. I am joined by the wonderful um, piano head, Mr. Rufaro Warinda. Um, yeah, have a listen and I hope you enjoy. Who do you feel like made like culture shifting moves you know like who do you think you see how we felt about piano and scorpion kings one dropped who do you feel yeah. did that for 2021 yeah for me i feel like that trio actually that trio of mellow lisleazy and chico bro really and i'll tell you why and i'll tell you why okay so the whole i mean Piano has a lot of subgenres within it, right? Yeah. Gotcha. There's a lot of subgenres within it. And I feel like that crossover between Bacardi and Piano, it only scratched the surface, I guess, sort of last yeah. year because we didn't do full bodies of work. But yeah. damn, dude. Especially the, especially as someone from Pitori, like, yo, <laughs> it was just, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. And I feel like that was really another just shifting move um mm. from my perspective but i also feel like also um because the whole movement of piano is fairly is fairly new in the sense of how it's sort of blown up but i think mm. sort of culture shifting move is definitely mm. difficult like her whole image and package mm. is not just about the music per se it's mm. just about the way she puts it all together Mm-hmm. it's the music it's the the fashion mm-hmm. sense it's mm-hmm. the marketing it's the way she brands herself and yeah. then like when she's performing she's just the coolest brewer in the in the house you know what i mean like, yeah yeah she, she's just, yeah so she's just that that lady that person so i feel like she definitely drove a lot of the culture shifting um i'm still on a case about dropping another album though because i feel like was a cafe dropped in 2020 and she's been gone ever since and i actually blame the streets for this one because the streets have allowed away with dropping a single and going to paris and dropping a single and going to the uk and look i know she has I to mean, focus on the bag, but guys, i need an album you know what i mean literally her whole life ahead of her yeah nah that's a big dog that's a big dog so yeah those 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 two are my two big culture shifting moves um yeah definitely 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 for me mm, i have two i have two things i would attribute um or like claim as game changers in the piano scene for the year 2021 one is definitely the like the whole Josie click, like the Alex Soweto guys, Bo Jezik, Bo oh, Amarono. Yeah. Those people literally said, we, we're shifting gears now. Now we're different. Yeah. Now we're moving different. Um, yeah. But us, now we've seen Kwaito making a comeback. Um, yeah. We've seen Piano and Kom on Intimizase NV collaborating successfully. We've seen Bo Lady do Guys, those people, I feel they've, like, they held down 2021. Definitely. They definitely did, dude. They really did. Definitely. And it's, yeah. And, I, and, and, and the thing, that's the thing for, like, I didn't, I didn't want to call that a move, right? Because I felt like that was, that's the whole culture. Like, these guys literally taking it over. Because I looked at it and I was saying, could I call it a culture shifting move? And I mean, to look from Ura, RIP the goat, all the way to Amawoto, like, 
I'm just yeah. like, these guys are the culture, you know? Literally. They took it from um, Amantom Bazana, Scorpion Kings, where it was just the music, you know. Um, I don't want to say the music was sounded the same, but it was the same people in the scene. Your Vigros, yeah, Scorpion yeah. Kings, um, Mapurisa, Kabza. Those are the people dropping. Those are the people dropping. And it's at some point, like, you could expect what type of sound is going to come. Yeah. And, then, and then came Zlele. Guys, I will I never sh- forget, like, the Zlele challenge and how Yo, they pulled in. Zlele, Zlele. Oh, no, guys. Actually, we've, we've, we've lived, dude. And I mean... And all of this is catch- happening during COVID. Like, everything was closed. Nothing, you know, like, artists weren't releasing because you're not going to gig with this music. And they're like, no, it's fine. Exactly. We're rocking, you know, they were yeah. spanning. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's, now that you're on that point, that was, I feel, for me, that was the biggest blessing of t- like doors yeah. were closed. means that these guys were now forced to work on their craft. Like you yeah. had to go into the dungeon, into the trenches and work on your craft. And yeah. I mean, if you have, like we were just mentioning like Zlele now, you know, like you look at Risma Lisa and Zuma and like you map, the music that they were making to the groove scene, like at the time as well, you know, like you've got the whole Migalo, you've got Junk Park, you've got that whole culture sort of evolving and they just went hand in hand together. And it was literally the wildest time ever. Like you literally, you simply had to be there. You really just had to be there. Yeah. And I think they brought a lot of flesh to piano. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know where we'd, be in terms of accessibility and marketing for piano because now marketing and piano is very based on social media um challenges and all of that but i think it's has a lot to do with the boys from alex it has a lot to do with jezik and amaroto because of the challenge because of how jezik pushes the culture like jezik dresses well he makes sure there's always content that he's pushing you know like there's a whole enigma, there's a whole aesthetic that comes with him as an artist, whereas before them, the culture was music, push gigs, music, push gigs, yeah. um, not necessarily yeah. making reels to the, now you can't have a song and not have a reel, like, are you mad? <laughs> are you mad? It looks like, yeah, it looks like all the hits that come through, like, have yeah. to be coupled with the dance, you know? But yeah. I, I suppose it's the, it's the new culture. It's the new culture with the kids these days. Like, they, yeah. you know, they want to they wanna make a dance move. They want to have reels. They want to do all these things. Yeah. It's, really, yeah, it's really dope. It's really dope. Which I definitely attribute to them, you know? And that yeah. goes into my second um, game changer for 2021. And I feel that's the unsung heroes, your graphic designers, your photographers, your oh, stylists, definitely. your creative directors, and yeah. mainly the videographers the people behind the visuals i just love i always say this i always always say this i love an artist that has visuals that make them look like a superstar yeah Um, definitely definitely like ever since they've started touring they always have these like short little movies of them going on like tours and just making it feel so luxe and like you know keeping up with whoever and also the music video the tilly lily um, Isolo, oh, the Isolo, Isolo video, guys. And shout out I to Zanzu Pitori. Please, 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 please. Wow, wow. Leave Zanzu alone, folks. Please. Yeah, he said we, we're getting out of the hood. Like, um, please. Oh. That's one in French Kiss. Yeah. French Kiss also had an amazing music video. I think that's also a big game changer for me because I was really tired of the hood. Like, yeah. I would just like. I see the poor <laughs> kids in the hood having to dance their lives away for professionals who are make, gonna make so much money on so this. So much money from this, yeah. No, yeah, I'm hearing, so I'm you. those are my two game changers. The Alex people mm-hmm. um, and how they've managed to grow it as more than just the art and like, you know, like you're a performer, you're an entertainer. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Piano yeah. artists became entertainers as well. And we see it as well in the visuals, the improvement in visuals um, and all of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I also feel like there's one more thing with this, with this for, for, the entire, for the entire recording if I wanted to, but I also feel like 
piano vocalists and lyricists found their feet last oh year goodness. definitely oh like, definitely this is where like they began to show out and i mean oh, there's definitely. just a long 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 list of people that we can just mention but you i know, think just the biggest like, one is emlan jenny what's it that is, it's such a beautifully written oh guys i'm actually getting goosebumps when i think about it it's written so well it makes you feel yeah. so good when it comes on like how he composed the whole thing there was work that went into it i get you yeah yeah and and for me it's a thing of just the list of vocalists right like mm-hmm. okay so obviously you, you know fished, um she won the best uh, piano female piano vocalist last year central won best male piano vocalist shout out to him but i'm just like the list is much longer than that you know you've got yeah, okay. in um, you got you got Stana. Oh, shout out to Young Stana. You had a big year last year. Vasi, oh, yeah. Danny Warner, Bobby Cooper, Nkosa's and Adora. You know, mm-hmm. Musa Keys. Like it's just it's just a whole long list of of artists that just really did really really well. You know, yeah. and, and and I'm glad that the vocalists are out here because you ha- on one side you had the vocalists and the other side you had the lyricists, like what we would consider like piano rappers like the guys on the verse like you know so for yeah. me losing pura last year was a huge was a was a massive blow like yeah massive, massive blow. yeah and i don't know if the industry will ever be able to replace somebody like that mm. um but it's yeah it's 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 something that i still like need to like look today like who can who can actually take over the mantle from but I know Risma Lisa is there. He's always been there as a, you know, as a lyricist. But like, piano verse now. Thos is fighting. Thos is, eh, guys, Thos. I have him. I have him. I see him. He's, he's, he's pushing. He's pushing. Um, consistency. But I think he's more of quiet though. He's more of a quiet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's, there's a guy called Rascal Chaos though. I mean, mm. people need to look him up. Um, and the thing is, if I speak about the songs that this guy's actually been on, people, you'll be like, okay, okay, all right, all right. But yeah, Rascal Chaos is definitely the guy that I look to to think, okay, maybe he can step in and take over. Also, the, the piano scene, there's like, there's commercial piano, and then there's like piano, the piano underground, mm. which is just a whole spiral of its own. But like, yeah, the, the genre is really taken off, man. And I'm really, um, it's, it's own, it has its own image. And it's piano to the world. Like you look at, you know, yeah. when off, these guys in the UK couldn't get enough. It got to America, yeah. you know, like you've yeah. got celebrities, you know, hosting this music. Exactly. Yeah. And with that being said, are you happy with the business uh, structure, like the business model behind Ama Piano? Are you happy with where it is? I have some reservations, but I'll keep, I'll, I'll speak on that in a bit. <laughs> Yeah, so so okay, so maybe you'll have to be a bit sensitive because you're actually you know yeah, you, you yeah. have serious ties to the industry and yeah. you know that's where your bread is buttered, so we won't we won't divulge too much into it. <laughs> but I definitely <laughs> but I definitely feel as though a major step was taken last year. I think artists have been monetized a lot more than what we've seen in the past and in other genres in the country. Mm-hmm. Um I do personally think there is room for improvement. I just feel like now that we've got this global, right, and mm-hmm. we've got this thing that we've, we've got, we put our stamp on it, and no one's saying that hip hop is dead. <laughs> like I want to get into that, mm-hmm. but like you know how the West African countries have um, Afro, mm-hmm. and you've got these guys, Burner Boy, Wizkid, Davido, mm-hmm. like these guys, they, they took the genre, they held it down and they took it to the world. And that was it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they coined it big time. And it's been there and it was, it's here to stay, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see the piano movement, right? Not just become just about the music. Yeah. I just want it to become, it should go all the way up until like a, a culture thing where yeah. this side of the world, with this and we damn exactly. well are great at it because exactly. the authenticity that's there like the lyrics are in zulu in they they and and they just fit with the genre right so yeah we need to we need to nationalize this thing <laughs> and take it to the world and put our stamp on it 
that way um people will get people will start getting paid in new currencies and stuff and i mean we're starting to see it with you know the bigger artists touring you know obviously but my challenge to those to the labels is really like can we get our guys to these global festivals like coachella and be like a headliner that's the dream that's the goal that should be the aim that's where that should be where everyone wants to take it you know so um well done so far but i think there's there's still some work to do and yeah i'm keen to see i'm keen to see where it goes this year i feel like i think i have three three points to touch on this and firstly i feel as the the patrons are are robbing the culture are robbing yeah are robbing the culture in the sense of it growing and in terms of i think we're going to put a lot um we're going to put our faith our fate in other people's hands um because of not documenting our culture, like not documenting piano enough. I feel like we can do more. Um, okay. I feel like, yeah, I feel like all we have is your, your uh, pages on Instagram. Yeah. And I don't know if that's enough, you know, I don't know. I think I want more. I want publications. I want like, I want it to be legit. I want people to push it. I want the background um, people involved in the scene to be more than just the artist and you know what's this um like photographers videographers and yeah. and 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 you know i feel like they can be more hands on board to make sure that this thing grows especially or more so involvement from people who are actually invested in the culture mm. um and then i think also I would like to see artists hire more people, like bring in people on board who will help them grow as a brand as well. So, yeah, I just feel like um, brand strategist in the piano scene could be a move that's very vital, you know, yeah. just grow yourself as a brand as well. Um, where you are okay with maybe not releasing for a year or two because you've You've partnered with other stuff as well. You have other things pushing on the side. I really want people to make as much money when they are hot. That's that's yeah. what I want. Yeah, um, people should cash out, definitely. Yeah. And I think lastly, maybe contentious, but I feel like this whole move of, of independence, like artists going independent, um, hmm, I'm very hmm, so-and-so on it. Um, it takes a lot to to make it out there, um, mm. and I I feel like um, record labels just have a bad rep, but they bring in a lot of they're big machines. Explosion. They yeah. really are helpful. They really are helpful, um, and I just wonder, going independent, um, is is it, it is it going to be detrimental to our artist in any way or if it's not then how can we bridge the gap for new artists who don't have the backing of a record label but we want to make sure that they get to the top so i feel like because everyone is going independent there is something missing you know there's like a definitely i feel like yeah yeah i feel like you've touched on a very, very i think it also just spans a lot further than just the labels and you know the representation i think also just the whole process of recruitment um because okay so personally um i can't speak on the representation side as you know now now when the artist is signed or you know how the artist is managed and how you get gain gain them exposure because i'm not part of the cog and part of the machine right yeah one thing i can definitely one thing i can definitely tell you for free as someone who travels far and wide just to go and listen to piano. I remember like last year, you know, I mean, all, all of you guys were, were laughing at me for going to Mamelodi and, 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 you know, going to all these, all these different places, Shabin's pubs, yeah. whatever, and yeah. listening to the talent on the ground, right? Yeah. And I can tell you for free that the A&R industry and the A&R aspect of it and the recruitment of talent is severely lacking because there are, <laughs> there are a lot of, that are 
hot out there that just will never mm. gain the exposure that they deserve. And I just mm. feel like the process from from there, from finding the talent and growing their brand and yeah. you know, getting their music out there right up until like and whether guys go independent or not, I just feel like that process just needs to be looked at a bit more closely. And it's not to put the blame really on anyone's shoulders. Yeah, I just yeah. think that piano blew up at a rate that no one could and yeah. now that we've sort of like you know we've, we've got like the space now to like take a deep breath and we're out of lockdown and all these other things and the world's starting to open up we need to fix shop um across the board so that you know when things fully open up and you know this COVID things behind us and festivals and all these other things start again we're yeah. ready for it and the artists especially uh, don't lose out and don't miss out. Mm. So yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm I ready. mean, my worst—not my worst fear. Like, yo, my life is not piano, but I really, um, I really don't wish any artist to ever look back and just wish they could be given another shot. And yeah. us having to crowdfund for mm. an artist who was hot at some point in time, um, and I mm. feel like if with 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 record labels there comes a lot like it's a package that comes ready you just mainly have to focus on pushing the art um you know there are publicists there's this there's that there's that there's that that comes with that and i feel like if you're going independent don't neglect what comes with the record label try by all means that you can to bridge that gap you know there's a there are brand specialists there are marketing gurus involved with record labels for a reason you know it's it's not fun and games there's there's a lot that goes into making sure an artist has longevity you know there are as you've said who come with record labels and when you go out on your own bridge that gap try and bridge that gap if you have the financial power which um is something that's usually not there so i don't know if it's um as i've hinted before hiring you know i feel like artists need to put more people in their camp um, mm-hmm. that will be in charge of their brand, but also maybe educating people on where the record labels are currently. What are they, what are their offerings? What are the different agreements? Because um, yeah. I think we all just think when a record label approaches you, red flag, red flag, red flag, they're going to screw you over. Um, but mm-hmm. I think with enough homework done, you actually could save yourself a lot, a lot of time to just instead focus on the art. Yeah, now I'm here. I mean, we could we could definitely like like talk and and you know push push that that conversation and that narrative for a really long time. And I feel like there should be a forum created to be able to to discuss and not only discuss but that need to be made. There's a certain record label right now. I won't. I will not state any names. It's just very much like the Illuminati and a cult on its own. But if like if everyone sleeps, like these guys are just gonna nab up like industry. And I feel like people need to wake up before before the Sopranos take over. Like the, like the Sopranos are taking <laughs> not over, the right? Sopranos. Right now, guys, now guys. And the thing is, now it's right in front of your eyes. I don't like. I, I said this like, early last year, and I, I saw because every single artist that I was viewing and seeing. Because I do my research and I say, okay, this guy's gonna, be, this guy's gonna be hot. She's gonna be hot. She's, gonna, you know, and just when they out, they they signed to the Illuminati, bro. And I mean, <laughs> Illuminati. I put Illuminati in air quotes, guys. But I just can't name. I get the you. They're moving mad. You guys, you guys will figure it out. So I mean, if if people sleep, these guys will take over. Simple, simple and glad. But anyway, let's get back to what matters. Let's get back to the music. <laughs> <laughs> um, with everything said. What do you look forward to? In what's your short-term goal? Ooh, I'm saying that like it's a career move. What's your short-term goal for 2022? What do you want to see this year that you saw maybe last year and you want more? Personally, I want international. I've I've mentioned yes. I want to establish, you know, um, how we how we how we how can I say this? How we push the culture back, like behind the scenes, you know, yeah. um. That and or documenters, yes, how we document the culture. That and then 
more international stuff. Like, I want to see piano on the level Afrobeat is on. Um, yeah. I mean, we started off at the right foot, Atlantic, major leagues, you know, I'm happy about that. So, yeah, those types of stuff, that's really what I'm hoping for. Um, I'll hint on it, on um, my top five, there's an artist who... Um, I, I'm of, of the opinion that for piano to survive, we're going to have to collaborate and borrow from a lot of other genres. And there's mm. one artist who released recently who is giving me like electro piano. Vigro is also on the tip now. Like he's giving electro. Yeah, I was just yes. about to say. Yo, yeah. there's a night I went to, I went yeah. to, to Zanzu. Yeah. He'd actually, he'd actually dropped the album like two, two days before. I think he dropped on the previous Friday and he was at Zanzu yeah. on Wednesday and yeah. he debuted this album, Mike, like then and then over the weekend. And yeah. I had a real because I felt like Baby Boy 4 was a big letdown. There were about two tracks on Baby Boy 4 that I could maybe like, you know, like like tolerate and be like, okay, these are good songs. Which one is Baby Boy 4 where he was sitting on a cement looking thing? I'm not it's I'm not sure actually what the what the cover I'm trying to remember what the cover looked like, but it was it was blue. It was definitely blue and it had this um like background and the Vigro and the low keys are acts for me. Maybe because I'm hard fans with those with those two acts. But those are acts that are near like they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. They have it on lock, they know what they're doing, and they are so authentic. And once you're authentic, your sound Although you may change, you have established a fan base, like a solid fan base. Your Momos, so I'll it, it'll say the low keys vibro Momo. Momo has yeah. probably the most ridiculous. I don't think there's anyone who has a fan base like Momo. I don't 100%. think there is. Uh Calvin Momo's never made a mistake, Oaks, and I'm here to tell you this for free, for fun. Um, I don't want to get into because I can talk never ever because we know, we know, is. It's my thing. It's my thing. It's my thing, thing, thing. Mm. So, and it's not even because I was a private school boy, but like this gent, this gent right there. Um. Yeah. So, the thing about Calvin Momona is his Groove Cartel set dropped last year. I think just before, just before halfway or midway through last year. I think. Yeah. And I was raving about this thing. And it just seemed like, and I think this is this is another issue that I had with, or that I have rather with Momo, is there's a huge reliance on the quality of the music, which is immense, right? Momo lets the grind talk for him. Mm-hmm. But like the, a lot of the songs that are on his album now, he played on his previous sets, his live sets, and a lot of them were on the Groove Cartel set as well. And mm-hmm. it should have, that set should have caught fire and it did because it dropped around the same time as Zeke but um uh not you are what's the what's the alternative what's the what came before you are just trying to remember um, um there we go he's said right yeah and they dropped around the same time but Zeke's said got all the noise and all the hype and it rambled from then on but like Calvin Momo's um groove cartel said it literally set the basis for ivy league and i'm like yeah. i don't understand why it took so long for that realization to come you know yeah this guy is this guy is the guy and i think it just goes down again like you're speaking you were mentioning it earlier like the image the marketing the exposure the this the this the that yeah and yeah i feel like this is a guy that needs he needs brand management or something, some way, somehow, because <laughs> because I you don't know do. what's missing, music, but you know there's something missing. Yeah, I know, dude. Yo, because like the music is too much. The music and mm. him, he's, he's too much. Like, um, Babalo M, um, I think it's his yes, partner, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. she dropped amazing, and yeah. they had a tape that dropped. I think it was in 2020 when they collaborated together. It was Baege. Um, it was an EP dropped in 2020. Yeah. Also hot, 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 hot. And Feza was one of the tracks there. Amangani was one of the tracks there. And she dropped an album last year. Lights yeah. out. Aluta continues. Lights out. Lights out. Yeah, yeah, lights yeah. Out. It was yeah. literally in my top five for the longest time last year. Yeah. And that duo and that combination between those two artists, 
Like you can tell there's there's love there. You can tell there's love because what yeah. there's they make amazing music together. So yeah, you man, know what I, I think? Like, I think as I've mentioned, like these three acts at the core of them or their brand for me is authenticity. I think mm-hmm. Kelvin Momo wants it like that. Yeah. Because when I look at Kelvin Momo's managed He's by the same person who's who's managing um Bokabs and Bupur. Yeah. And who's also managing Botadi. Because I believe Kelvin Momo's under piano hub, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Okay. So yeah, I, think, yeah, yeah, I think that's just what he wants. And if that is what he wants, then because at the end of the day, Momo's pushing private school piano, which comes with exclusivity. And wherever there's exclusivity, there is a crazy fan base. And I just think he's playing the long game. I think he yeah. he is... Because I think also success means something different for everyone. Yeah, and I think for him, the long game um, and having a solid base. Like Momo like, tweeted the other day that he's releasing... May 2022. I saw it on everyone's Instagram page. Like 100%. And you know, he's now that piano act who our uncles are bragging that yeah, I actually don't listen to these TikTok challenges of yours. I listen to Calvin Momo. Do you get? Yeah. So I think that's what he wants. I think that's what he wants. No, it makes sense, dude. It makes it makes perfect sense. So I mean Shout out to Momo, dog. I'll, I'll become biased and I'll just talk about him the whole time. So uh, we, 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 can, we, can, we can move on. We can do Okay, so now we're going into our top five for the week. I'm going to start yeah. with my top five picks. And number one is Mdu, a.k.a. Trap, with the song named Shimza. From I think it's an EP, Two Sides of My Story, released on the 16th of March, 2022. Um, I think I've mentioned in the episode earlier on that I love how, like, everything is just... I love how the piano is always evolving, and I love how there's now an introduction of electro. Um, yeah. I like what Vigro is doing with electro that other side and i like how i don't know if it's it's called shimza because of the vibe shimza is pushing with kunye and stuff like that but i love the song it's not necessarily um a song that you like you know go all out with and like groove but it's definitely a vibe yeah this most of I'll, I'll I'll accept that one. I'll take that one. I think the whole electro piano crossover is something that can be carried like um forward. Vigra's at the front of that, at the forefront of that. So it'll be cool. It'll be cool to see what it turns into. I think the international um sort of space and the international yeah. fact really yeah. dig it a lot. So hopefully it goes far, man. Hopefully it goes far. They are eating it up. Yeah. They are eating it up. Um, at my number four, I have my favorite producer, piano head, piano mogul in the making, Sprazo RT. Um, and he has worked with um, Yums. Yums is one of the producers for Sondela with Venom and Shishiliza. Um, Yums called Guvali, where it's a single, um, released on the 4th of March 2022. Sprazo, very authentic to his sound, very authentic to his brand, a really genuine person. And he's just one of those people you can see he's playing the long game. He really yeah. wants to be in the scene for a very long time. And in as humble as he may be, I think Sprazo has quite an influence in what piano is going to look like uh, and how accessible piano is going to be. Uh, you see a lot of people mimicking Sprazo's footsteps with distribution deals as opposed to signing with labels, um, uh, using social media and Twitter and growing a fan base and be more interactive with your fans um, and having them have the same to your music and your projects. Um, but mm. yeah, that's that's my number four. That's so my number bang. three, Good. this might really? be a bit surprising. But I think it's number three. It's not. It's not my number one. 
Okay. Number three. <laughs> It's my number three, and I have a, I have a reason. Okay. I think okay. I have okay. a reason for, for it being number three. In my mm-hmm. head, we're shifting gears with piano. We now, as I've said time and time again, we're playing the long game. We are playing the long game. I think piano, there's so much piano coming in and out. And for me, a hit is something I can listen to in a few years and still feel nostalgic. Like for me, a hit has to have nostalgia in it. So mm-hmm. your Shesha Gezas, those are the things that put as my number one every single time. Something I can like, you know, tap into a few years from now and still feel good about it. So just for that, it's not any less of a hit, but it just isn't as nostalgic as I would like it to be. So yeah. That's my number three, Abom Velo, Taliwonga, featuring Velo and Sleazy. And MJ, MJ is one of the new people we need to look out for. A lot of hits are going to come out from this guy. Released yeah. on the 18th of March, 2022. Yeah. And then we go into my number two. My favorite okay. person from the same tribe, Tanzania, by the one, the only, Lise Zwani professionally known as Uncle Waffles from her Red Dragon EP released on the 15th of March 2020. You know, know, I'm probably guilty as hell for this, but I've actually not listened to that tape yet. So, I've not listened to that Waffles tape at all. I haven't touched it at all. So, I mean, since you're you're piping up and you're putting it at number one, clearly, you know, like... My number two. My number, oh, two. number two, number two. Sorry, I need to buckle down and actually look at this because I mean, I didn't know. I was iffy about it because there's some seasoned professionals in the game who dropped some hot stuff, and yeah. I mean, if this is Waffles' debut, I've been hearing a lot of buzz around it, so I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen. I'm keen to listen. No, listen. We've spoken about how accessible piano has become, um, and I think we, we, we shouldn't give credit to people or or not necessarily credit, but trust their music because they've been in the game for long. Um, people would have to take a longer time to release music and to have hits because of how the industry was closed. Not necessarily piano. I don't think piano has ever been a closed-off industry, but how the house scene has just been over the years. But Waffles didn't take long, but I believe Waffles is a hard worker and has good people in her corner so yeah this ep is amazing the song mm-hmm. is amazing sino did the most with the the the, the vocals it's different mm-hmm. it's a different sound coming from sino he's not necessarily singing you know it's not like a love song per se um yeah. i think he's i'd actually say he's like murmuring throughout the song but it's beautiful i love it i think you'd like it knowing knowing you and the type of music you like, you would definitely like it. Oh, hectic. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm inside. I'm inside. I'm inside. My number one. Oh, Rufaro. I listen to the song every single day. I don't know how many times in the day. Much it is from... I don't know if he's a new artist, but I've, I've seen this Gaba Canal music. Uh, Ooh, you see don't get uh, me started on guys. Last year, last year, I said Gaba dropped album of the year. Visionary episode one for me was album of the year. I understand Calvin. Mm-hmm. I understand I'm a Momo fan, but Gaba was the most slept on artist from last year, and I was literally broken by how much people just went over Let's, his music. Yeah. It's actually insane to me. Like, it's wild to me. Like, I just could not believe how um, people just overlooked him. And I was just like, that yeah. can't be you be right, dude. But anyway, carry on. You're making me happy. You're making me happy with this. <laughs> That's my number one, Hilan Tizio Yam by Gaba Canal and George yeah. Leslie featuring Russell Zuma. I think it's an album called Agape, released on the 3rd of March, 2022. It's a beautiful love song. I love a love song on Amapian. I love love. And yeah. if you're going to put love and put really good vocals and put on Amapiano song you have me like you have me it like 
it's it's not a song you know like those songs that make you close your eyes when you're grooved. yeah i hear you and you you just dance alone at the stage you don't care who's there that's what i'm getting from the song and that's my number one for this week probably next week as well the week after that because i just really really like it yeah, no, that's that's a banger. Like it's 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 a real banger. But okay, top five, top five, top five. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing you. Um, <laughs> I trust you, and it's a good top five. I think it's a really good top five. Um, so you know, we, moving on to mine. So with me, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a bit of a toss up because you know, like I go into like the piano underground. Yes. Um, and and like I also like 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 the commercial piano side. So I've got like two. Okay, so I've got my I've got my commercial top five, and then I'll have some mm-hmm. honorable mentions from some artists that I think people should check out. Definitely mm-hmm. up and coming. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. At number five, right? Mm. Yes, I've got Bambelela as Devin okay. Gogo. I, my problem with Gogo guys is Gogo drops singles, man. And the streets yeah. love them so much that we forgive her for not dropping a tape. I'll, I'll keep saying this. I'll keep screaming it until she decides to get another body of work. All right, Shab. Uh, we've got Fellow on there. We've got Bobby on there. We've got Young mm-hmm. Stunner. That's sitting mm-hmm. at my number five. I mean, like, that's, the that's love piano that. royalty right now. Yeah, I mean, the streets love that song. Like, it's got such a good vibe. Dance move, yeah. the whole package. It's all there, right? Yeah. Um, at number four, we've got The Reason why everybody's pockets are being emptied at Groove because the cheeky brother Azul Azul. Yo, guys, this song is a banger. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, so we've got Zula Zula, Vido uh, Soul, Kanisa, and Foka, obviously. Um, yeah, straight up banger. Oaks. Yo, 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 yo. I love right, how Kanisa right. is, is still in the game. Um, yeah, I feel like later, she, and people mm, just thought it wouldn't tape? amount to anything. Yeah, she released a tape um last last year, didn't she? I'm sure she did. The one with the black yeah. and white cover on it. Um yeah. yeah, honorable mention. Yo, that was a really, really good tape. I enjoyed that a lot. But anyway, yeah. that was at number that's number four, right? Yeah. yeah. At number three, we've got Heal and please Yoyam, like it was also on your list. Gabba Canal, yes. guys. I I keep I'm gonna keep saying this. This guy is phenomenal. Um, last year he had my album of the year personally for piano, simply because of the fact that it was the most complete body of work in terms of representing yeah. everything the genre has to offer. From yeah. straight up instrumentals, he's got the saxophone in there, he's got samples, he's got vocalist that no one has really heard of to be very honest and yeah it's about a 16 15 track album and personally i've got no skips like from the top all the way down that's like, amazing it's, it's just lights out so yeah visionary episode one you should definitely go and check it out if you haven't already um yeah definitely so that was what number three now yeah. at number two the album Velo has to be there oaks 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 <laughs> Like, I heard this thing at Groove, Mubza, and it was incredible how everyone responded and everyone was just singing to it like like, like a choir ensemble. Yeah. And yeah. It, had, it had been out for that long. And I was like, nah, dude, instant banger. Yeah. Like, Dalyonga has people just, just by the, yo, yeah, by the throat. He has us all by the neck. So yeah, that's at number three. Oh, at number two, sorry. Yeah. And at number one, ah, come on, guys. Come on, come on, you see this one. This one. This one. This one. This one. We got bells. We got bells. We got bells. No ways, man. Again. Of course, Coco's going to be your number one. Oh, dude, dude, no ways, guys. This, no I hope Coco knows you rap her this no much. Bro, everyone forgets about the Istimo when this song plays, bro. There's queen, no. Queen. Queen, 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 queen. It has to be balls. It has to be balls, definitely. Like, yeah. no more needs to be said. Nothing else needs to be said. Shut the chapter, close the book. Right. All right. Now we'll move on to my honorable mentions, right? Mm-hmm. 
So with my honorable mentions, it's there's also five of them. Um, mm-hmm. Upcoming artists, maybe songs that people haven't really heard. Um, they didn't touch the limelight that much. Okay, yeah. so in no particular order, I'm just going to go through them. Um, so first up, we've got Your Body, um, mm-hmm. Melo, Melo and Sleazy, and Yay. Sir Cho, produced, by, produced by Pori. Like, come on. Like, that's... That's that's actually one of the slightly more known ones. I just I just felt like it didn't get it didn't get yeah the, yeah the, the depth that it deserved, right? Yeah. So that comes there. Um, I've got Mkabanisi, right? That's okay. by Google Essay. Um, you've got Bundle RSA. Um, yeah. It. It's just it's just such a great song. Like it's one of those yeah. that just popped off. It's a party song. Um, it goes off, right? Then I've got uh, your homeboy. Your homeboy, Sinom Sol, is on this as well. Um, Love the song's it. called Valo. It's called Valo Mdu. It's by Mdu, a.k.a. TRP. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely love that song. Very mellow, very easygoing. You can listen to it at any time of the day. It just bangs, right? I love that. I love that vibe. I like you including that vibe. People people are actually quite upset about Mdu's latest project. And I think it's a great body of work. It's just not... It it's really not is. Queen Queen Bells and <laughs> we buying Azul now. You know, you influenced to buy all the bottles in the club. Yo, tense, dog. Tense. People's pockets are being beaten up by piano right now. <laughs> right. Next, I've got a song called Hade. Right. Ah, oh, yes. Hey, now, this track, this track right here, I'm just going to pause a little bit and talk about your boy. Jazzy Q or Jazzy, I'm not sure how we how we, how we all decided to pronounce it. Mr. Jazzy, yes. Yeah. So this Bruner, last year he dropped. There was a there was a, a compilation mixtape that dropped with like yes. about 30, 30 odd songs. If I'm not mistaken, yes. like thirty odd songs, right? And they all came out of Black is Brown Entertainment, like this yeah. label. I think it's in, col- in collaboration with that other label, uh, that record label that we won't talk about. We call them the Illuminati. They know who they are. <laughs> and you know that song, Halala? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's on. That song is on that tape, right? Yes. So, I mean, I, I looked into that album like a, a long time. I think it was around October-ish, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. And obviously no one really knew about it. And I was like, you know, doing my underground like sort of research on it. And yeah. there are all these artists that are coming up, and they all seem to have come from that camp. Really interesting. Yep. You yep. mentioned you mentioned MJ. MJ is definitely one of them, right? There's there's DJ Maten, right? This guy is mm-hmm. DJ Maten. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a woman or if it's a man. Like I I, I really have no idea. All non-binary, but <laughs> the the song is called Ten Triple One. Have you heard that song? Yes. Yeah. Really? So also, yeah, exactly. He's also on that song. So, um, yeah, it's just really cool what's coming out of that camp. And, like, there's, there's some real, 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 real artists coming out of there. So, shout out to Jazzy for putting people on. But the song's called Hade. And it's uh, by Mr. Jazzy. It's got DJ uh, Biza. It's got DJ Maten on it. And it's got Melo and Sleazy. You know how we do. Those boys always just, they always just seem to be in the mix. But that's definitely a yeah. great song. They're honest. running the country, those boys. I think I'm most excited about the feature, Dinky Kunene's feature. I don't know if you remember, yeah, he was yeah, one of the contestants on Idols. Yeah. Oh, really? She was on Idols? I yes. Dinky was one of the contestants on Idols, maybe 20, it's not 2019, then 2020. And she's been pushing. She's been consistent ever since she left Idols. DJ Zinte tried having her on a song. I don't know what happened with that. She had her own song called Connected. Very beautiful track. It just didn't blow up as much as I thought. So when I saw Mr. Tezik bringing her under Black is Brown, I was like, this is exactly what Dinky deserves for yeah. never like throwing in the towel. She's an amazing yeah. vocalist. Yeah, nah, clean, dude. Clean, 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 clean. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with that. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Oh, and okay, so the last one, 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 right? This one just has a full house, bro. I, it's got your boy Doss, it's got MJ, it's got Jazzy, it's got Tiggy. Um, Tiggy's also on there, and he's also one of the artists that's within 
um, Black is Bond Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So this song is called Intimbi, It is you, right? Yes. yes. And the song is Lights Out. I mean, like, people need to take this and take it seriously. That this camp, no ways, dude. I'm, I'm convinced. They must carry us through 2022. I'll accept it. Black is brown oh, I'm accepted. Inject into my veins. I'm joining the cult, please. And I think we undermine Mr. Jezik's um, ability to think, like him as a, as a strategist and a, a ah, No, definitely. Like one day we need to have, we need to like unpack it like holistically because what? Nah, dude. In no way, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, those are my those are my full those are my full top fives and honorable mentions, and I guess that's a wrap. Okay, I think that's that's a good top five. Just to as a, as a first episode back, you know, summarizing twenty twenty, the first quarter of 2020, 2021, the first quarter of twenty twenty two. I think these top fives do us justice and can put our people for a couple of. At, at the rate piano's going, I don't even want to say a couple of what. Uh, <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me. Um, I thank hope you you're not a stranger. Nah, I can be. I can become a resident now, guys. I always have something to say with this genre. Are you ready? I'm ready, dude. Put me on the flyer. Put me in, coach. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for making it till this far, tuning in and making it to the end of the episode. Please feel free to follow the podcast on Instagram. That's at New Keys Podcast. Follow myself at Mbego Nonto and Deboho underscore MX on all social media platforms. And of course, our guest for today, Faro underscore RCW. And please keep in tune with all the updates there we should be announcing really exciting stuff but for now this will suffice and can't wait to um have you guys joining in on the next episode <laughs>